Rabbit and Sarah. Remember last week, um, one of our helping hands businesses was the Park Pilates. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kept in contact with Danny, who runs the Park Pilates, because she's doing classes on Zoom because her studio's closed. Yep. Um, and I said, hey, I wouldn't mind getting involved in that. What do you reckon? And she said, yeah, absolutely. Doesn't have to be people who come to my studio because it's on Zoom. It can be anyone. Mm-hmm. So I signed up for a Saturday morning Pilates class with Danny from the Park Pilates and it was Great. really, really How good. many people are in this class? Is well, it just one-on-one? Turned out it was two-on-one. So it was going to be sure. a few others, but it's Saturday morning. I guess some people wanted to sleep in. Yeah. So I had been thinking, okay, how's this Zoom thing going to work? Definitely turning my camera off. Just want to watch the instructions. Uh-huh. And then Michael, my husband, said to me, well, doesn't she need to see what you're doing? Because that's really part of the Pilates class. To correct class, it. To correct sure. it. Sure. Sarah, you're doing downward dog. No one said to do that. Well, that's yoga for stuff. Wow. Well, it's all the same, isn't it? <laughs> um, so I thought, no, I'm just going to I'm gonna keep it off, do my thing with Danny's instructions, and then maybe if I get really lost, I'll turn it on and ask for help. But then when only one other person joined the class and she kept her camera on, oh. I made that snap decision yep. to keep the camera on. The was other, there no instruction as to whether to have your camera on it or was, off? No, Danny said either way, whatever you're comfortable with. Okay, sure. Go, oh, I'm not going to be the weirdo who turns the camera off. Turns out it was the weirdo who kept her camera on. Um, it was a really full-on class. Like, it was really good. I've been doing Pilates at home, sort of practicing it mm. when I can. Um, but, man, it's been a while since I've been to a proper class and it hurt. Like, instantly, <sighs> the muscles, everything was really hard. But, like... John Mellencamp hurts so, so good. good. Yeah, like I'm so yeah. glad that I did it. As soon as I finished, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do that again. Um, but I don't know whether they'll welcome me back again because of where my camera was positioned. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and well, thank goodness Downward Dog is a yoga move. thing. Well, here's the thing, right? Downward Dog is a yoga move, but yeah. there was we pretty much did a Downward Dog <laughs> at the end of the session. Mm-hmm. Um, and where do you think my camera was? Well, nowhere good by the sounds nowhere of it. Nowhere good. It was right, like I don't right, know if there is a good place. It was right on my butt. Really? So the other because you can move it, right? This is just a laptop. Yeah, you just move it around. But um, so where I was doing it was where I've got my Pilates space set up in the garage, and there yeah. was really nowhere else to put it. it. Was just like on a tabletop, and there's no other surface right for it to go. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm there, I'm bending down, I'm stretching, and I just, I sort of glanced over, and the other person who was on the class, she's done it before, and her camera is suddenly pointing away. You can't see her at all. She's vanished. Oh. Me. So she just, like, kicked the laptop screen or something. Maybe. I don't know. Like a horse kicking back (laughs) like a donkey. (laughs) Bang. Wish I had thought to do that. You will not be looking at this. And how's the fact that yours was streaming live on our Facebook page as well? I mean, how did that even... (laughs) Broke the internet. (laughs) Rabbit and Sarah. New restrictions again kicking in as of today. I think one of the new ones that comes in, a lot of businesses have been doing it anyway over through this time, a lot of uh, supermarkets and stuff, putting someone on the door to make sure. Oh, yeah, I noticed that at my Coles yesterday. First time I saw one, actually, but I've heard other ones have had them for a few weeks. Yeah, and they'll they'll chase you through the store (laughs) if you think you've sidestepped them or something. And uh, I was chatting to someone who has been doing the checking people's check-in and stuff, and yeah, yeah, some people, they, they pretend with their phone, they'll hold it up, 
up to the thing like they're doing it, and then uh, da da da, and then and then just walk in. But then get the person inside the door going, "Yep, can I just can I just see the uh, <laughs> the old green tick on on there?" And they go, "Oh, I didn't. Uh, oh, it didn't work. Hang on, I'll go. I'll do it again. <laughs> just do it." <laughs> uh, so you got to do you got to do that, and um, and they've got to have someone on the door. I'm not across all of the restrictions. This is just what I was being told. Is that yeah, we've got to have someone at the door now. Uh, to check. I just don't think they had the right person doing it. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm not going to say any names because I don't want the store or the person, mm-hmm. you know. But anyway, uh, boy, I'm so close to <laughs> So close to saying that. It was really funny. So I come in the door and I get this, uh, uh, sir, can I just uh, check your... Uh, You've checked in, please. (laughs) And I laughed. (laughs) And I kept walking. You can't see the face. I can't see the face. I think he's joking. Um, (laughs) I've got my mask on. He's got his mask on. What I was laughing at was because I got called Sir. (laughs) Now, I know this guy well. So when he calls me Sir, I'm like, "Ah, good one. And I keep walking. He goes, no, seriously, I have to. And I went, what's that? And he goes, I've got to see the the thing on your phone. I went, what thing? (laughs) He goes, "Did did you check in? I'm like, yeah. I always check in. Ever since, like, I found out, um, you know, the, these, uh, what are they called? Contact tracers. Mm-hmm. God, you can make their job so much easier if you just check in everywhere. A friend of mine is a contact tracer, and I God. can tell you he really appreciates when yeah. people check in and I'd like to be one. out. I'd like to be one. It's like detective work. Kind of. Really easy detective work (laughs) if people are are doing the scanning thing. Uh, And also, I just want to be notified instantly if, you know, if it's my local shopping centre or something and I've gone in there, I've done my groceries, I don't want to have to think back to last Thursday between 1 and 1.15. God, was I in there then? It was That's the thing, right? Those time windows. You can kind of remember where you've been, but at exactly what time? I don't know where I was 20 minutes ago. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was here but i don't know lucky i check i still check in here in and out of, of here every day i know i'm here between six and nine and pretty much only that <laughs> um but sure it'll just make it faster for them to contact me mm-hmm. and and then i'll know who i got it from too because you're also that the only lot of other fear. person <laughs> you see why i think i could be a contact tracer just because i'm this good at it um so yeah i do all the checking and so then we said that i was like oh okay yeah sure got the phone out unlock it Show him again. And then while I'm standing there chatting to him about, oh, you've got to do this now, and, and it's a requirement. The business, you've got to check with everyone. Um, someone comes in. Now, I want to do a reenactment here. And let's – just got to be careful here, but um, I'll do a reenactment. I'll get, I'll get my mask. Sure. And I'll put my mask on. We're allowed to not have our masks on while we're talking into the microphones. Um, I've, uh, so this is him, right? There we go. Now we've got the mask on. You mm-hmm. can't hear as clearly. No, it's muffled. And as I does it, and there's a guy coming in the door, and he says to the – I laugh so much. And he says to the guy, mask back on. Excuse me, mate, can I just see your dick? Oh, jeez, I said it wrong. Oh! <laughs> now, I don't know, you may, no, you may have misheard that. What he said is, excuse me, mate, can I see your dick? And uh, once he, once the guy went past, I said, do you know what that sounded like? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? And I said, is that the way you're saying it to everyone? He goes, yeah, and I'm like, so you know when you say tech, <laughs> excuse me, mate, can I see your tech? You've got it. You've, you've got a mask on, and you're just straight up saying that to blokes as they're walking in the door. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I know. I know. Customers and he goes, are probably thinking, "What kind of a shop is this?" Oh, well, I mean, if I've got to, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've, got, I've got shopping to do. So, and uh, and he goes, "Oh God, I never thought of that." And he goes, "Maybe I should ask them to see their." 
Well, what do I say? Excuse me, can I see? Oh, can I see your chicken? I'm like, <laughs> I said, we really shouldn't have the Kiwi guy on the door, I don't think, because people go, oh, I haven't got a chicken. I said, I don't, I'm not aware of the new rules. Yeah, mate, you got to have a chicken. i got to check your chicken before you can go in. Show me your chicken. You know, or your, or your tick. Show me one of them. And then you're allowed in. <laughs> These are the kind of stores I shop at. Rabbit and Sarah. Let's get to your fake news for this morning. Three stories here. Two of them are absolute nonsense. Wait. One of them. Well, they're all nonsense, but one of them's made up. Right. Oh, I've been doing this wrong the whole time. <laughs> okay. Three stories, two true, one fake. He's seen it all before, says woman whose midwife was her ex-boyfriend. Oh, good God. He's seen it all before, says the woman whose midwife was her ex-boyfriend. <gasps> Whoa. Oh, whoa. When you get there, <laughs> when you get there, it's like, because <laughs> uh, midwife kind of throws the whole, you're not expecting then that it's a dude. Yeah. You, can men be midwives? Yes. Men can be anything they want to be. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like there might be a different term. Possibly because there's like a wife in the title. I don't know. Is he a mid-husband? But then again, the midwife isn't a wife. No, not necessarily. Not, not Doesn't have wife. to be. No, many midwives are unmarried. She's just calling baby catches. It's gender neutral. It's um. Yeah, watch this space. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wally the Wandering Walrus sets up home on a motorboat. Great. And space station supplies ship sending birthday cake. To International Space Station. Yeah, uh, look, I don't know in, uh, what the rest of the words were you said, but there was a fair bit of alliteration in those last two stories. <laughs> <laughs> Wally the Wandering Walrus, and then the Super Space Station, space station or something. Supply ship. Space Station Supply Ship. <laughs> well, I guess those two are. I was going to say fake, but no, no, we've established this. Only one of them is. Okay. A mum-to-be was shocked when she was rushed to hospital to give birth and her midwife turned out to be her ex-boyfriend. While 28-year-old Tasha knew her ex, Tim, was a nurse at her local hospital, she never imagined that she would end up as one of his patients. But when she was in the ward getting ready to push, her midwife said she would soon be finishing her shift and another midwife would be taking over. Then Tim walked into the room before going on to deliver her first child, Mackenzie. Okay, I've got it. I've picked the fake story already. It's that one. Um, I mean, I can give my reasons now, and we'll, we'll see about the other two, but the midwife, halfway through baby catching, goes, well, anyway, my shift's up. Tim they will, do. They Tim do. will be in in a second. They do that. Nah, come on. That happened with me. Finish the job. But the job happened could go you. on forever. And then Tim came Oh, oh, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got to crack down, otherwise Man. they'd never go home. Sav was in and out and walking around the hallways after like 10 minutes or something. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> someone said to her, you're not the one that was just giving birth. down there. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was the first one. It was, it was a pretty, pretty. Oh, look, it was pretty quick and easy and painless and uh, just smooth sailing as far as I remember. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember how, the, how it went with, with Tiana. Probably just as easy. Sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess if you've got a 40-hour labour or something. Yeah, they, 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 well, they would change quite a few shifts. Looking at the watch and going, <laughs> man. Getting some overtime today. Yeah, I made friends with many midwives. Did you? Both labours, yeah. Wow. Many, many midwives. <laughs> oh, well. Any of them named Tim? Any of them blokes? No, they were all lady midwives. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I've never heard of a man wife. 
Man, man, mid-man. Mid-man. Mid-husband. Uh, mid-husband. I've never heard of one. Sure, I'm sure they exist. I mean... T- There's Tim Tim right there. (laughs) Europe's famous wandering walrus has pitched up off the coast of Ireland. Dubbed Wally, the Arctic animal's been on a journey of thousands of miles with stops in the UK, France and as far south as Spain. The mammal has now made himself home on a boat belonging to Clonkilty Distillery in West Cork. Adam Collins, a distillery spokesman, says the company has agreed to allow Wally to use the boat for as long as he needs to and not move it until a more permanent solution can be found. Mm, It's interesting because I remember Wally. I remember Wally's uh, either popped up in this segment or somewhere else before. The Wandering Walrus. Definitely covered the adventures of Wally before. In fake news. It must be in fake news. Interesting. God, don't tell me you're doing the exact... Won't be long. Won't be long until you just start just just reading ones exactly as you did. Yeah, if only I saved them, I could save myself yeah. a lot Gee, of that time. Gee, that would, yep, because I'd go, oh, it sounds familiar, but then I didn't want to be all walrusy and go, yeah, you've definitely talked about Wally before, but it was just another walrus who was <laughs> lobbing up on beaches. Um, Wally the walrus, um, it's interesting because you said clonkiki or something, I feel like it would be clonkike. And uh, if you don't know how to say it properly, then you didn't write it. Clonakilty. Clon- I'm sorry, what? Clonakilty. Now, now you're just making things up. Clonakilty Distillery. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Clonacult. 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 Say it in an accent. <laughs> I'm not going to be okay. offensive to lovely people. Oh, God, Irish that's people. offensive too. All right. A cargo ship carrying... You can't say cargo ship. <laughs> ...has been sent to the International Space Station to mark the 50th birthday of astronaut Darren Kerr. Commander Kerr has been on board the International Space Station for 76 days and was due to return home before his milestone birthday, but his mission was extended to allow additional time to carry out maintenance work. The birthday cake will arrive in a shipment that also includes an infrared detection device and new brackets to stabilise a satellite. <laughs> What did they they call down to Mitre 10? <laughs> hey, have you got um you got brackets there? Well let me just go check. Aisle oh, thirteen. <laughs> yeah, how many do you need? We need six. Yeah, we've got six. Oh cool. Can you send them into space? <laughs> actually, actually, while you're doing it, can you get us a cake? <laughs> Shoot down to Coles, grab one off the rack. Wrap it up like you made it yourself. It's a bit more impressive than well, that. Well, they do pretty good cakes. <laughs> um, and then what else? An infrared, um, infrared oh, remote for the TV a or something. device. Infrared that isn't. I mean, that's device. not all that's going. You don't send a, a spaceship up to the space station with just a cake and a few brackets and, well, a, and a new remote for the TV. Well, include the full inventory. Right. <laughs> He could be here forever. Um, I love how uh, he's up there. Oh, he was due to be back by now, but... Um, no, he's found some more things and more maintenance and stuff needs to be done. He's he's looking down on Earth from where he is and going, screw that. No, I'm good. I'm good up here. <laughs> <laughs> God, and I mean, it's an, is it unmanned, this cargo ship? You'd want it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no way. Well, that person who's going up there needs a million tests. <laughs> yeah, you talk about people needing to get a negative test before they get on a flight. You're going to go up to a space station with only a few people in it. <laughs> you better be all clear. Oh, dear. All right, um, or Houston, there would be a problem. Jerry's come down with the sniffles. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> oh, gosh. Did you wash the brackets before they went up? <laughs> All right, well, that's the three stories. That's the three stories. Okay, so the first story, God, it was so long ago. The midwife. Oh, Tim, the midwife. Ah, oh, look, I know there's male nurses, and they're great. Good on them. they got those 
comfy shoes. They must do, because, God, they work long shifts. Mm, I think Sketches or no. Who, I'm what? wearing Sketches, man. Sketches and New Balance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are the two pairs of shoes I wear. Well, you could be a midwife. I didn't know that. Could I? I guess so. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so oh, now that you say that, look, if there are man midwives... Would you want a man midwife? I don't know. There are lots of male um, obstetricians. What do they do? Same diff. They're the doctor ones. The downstairs they do the same doctors. Thing. Yeah, right. they deliver babies. Well, sometimes they work upstairs. <laughs> do they? <laughs> I don't think so. The downstairs specialists. Just based in the basement. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. I'll leave that. And um, okay. So and then Wally Walrus. He's rolled up into the thing. Look, it all sounds good. I think I'm going to have to go with the space station as fake news. Really. Yeah, because, like, a cake and some brackets. I mean, make do with what you've got, man. No, oh, yeah, fake news. It is fake news. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, Wally the Walrus, way too, uh, way too, yeah, I've heard of him before. Right, have He's I heard around, of him before? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah we've we definitely heard Wally. of him. This is the latest in Wally's I don't even know adventures. it's the same one. There's more than one Walrus in the parts, guys. No, man, they Walruses look quite different. Live- no, that's the whole point of the story. Well, sorry, have I missed it? What was this? <laughs> walruses live in the Arctic, but this walrus has come down and is off the coast of Ireland. Where's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how far is that? Well, is it a fair it's, trip? It's a reasonable distance, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's. Oh, so that's the amazing that's thing. That's the amazing thing. Oh! Wally is surviving out of Arctic waters. Right! So it's like he's turned up at Bondi. Yes! Everyone will be like, what is there a walrus yes, here? Yes. I had no idea. Yeah, there you go. Can't walruses <laughs> go anywhere they want? Well, I get, Wally did, but I think they they survive better in the cold. God, they'll tell stories about him for years <laughs> to come, won't they, in the walrus community. He's like um, like an explorer. Yeah. He's a pioneer. Wally the walrus. And his name goes so well that we say, well, that's fair. that just worked out so good, didn't it? Good old Wally. All right, well, there's your fake news, the uh, the space station. Rabbit and Sarah is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcast.com.au.